thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You've tuned to the guard frequency because, as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 322 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, September 4th, and made available for download on Tuesday, September 8th, 2020, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Henry. I'm Tony. And I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us. And if you like what you hear during the show, stick around for the closing. Find out how you can support us. What do we got in store this week, Henry? In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Star Citizen, Descent Underground, and No Man's Sky. Kinda. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the Flight Deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands on approach, checker screen, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of Space Sims. Descent, formerly known as Ships That Fly Underground, formerly known as Descent Underground, formerly known as Descent 2019, lost their motion to dismiss against Little Orbit today. And Tony is very DISAPPOINTED! It's week 14 of the Brian Chambers. No, post office posters are only for fugitives vigil. There's bound to be some film of some stuff any day now. Any. Day. Now. And in other news, now we have to ask the same questions about Chris and Aaron Roberts, because you can't talk about it on the forums. And No Man's Sky developer Hello Games is teasing another big, groundbreaking project, and that's all they're doing. Just teasing. Because I hope they learned their lesson from the last time. <laughs> to not say a whole lot about what it is they're planning on doing until they're... Just about got You're it done. Still, I, I don't uh, get it. You're still under the impression that this is a this is a game worthy of talking about, but you know, whatever. The new game might be. It's it's a new game. They're this they're 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 doing a new game. They, they want it to be as grand in scope and as grand in, 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 in scale as No Man's Sky is, but they're not telling anybody what it is. I don't know where they go after Wait, 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 Space. wait, wait. We know that's going to be a flop. If you, first of all, grand in scope and grand in scale? Come on. I mean, uh, you know, I've played some Hello games before, but uh, grand scope and grand scale don't measure um, as, when it comes to... You'll, you're, you're, you're right, because Hello games, you know, No Man's Sky is their big hit marquee title. What they were known for before was a lot of smaller titles. Uh, and so, and what they're, they're actually, the, the article that we were looking at here uh, said they've got basically three teams going right now. A team that's still working on No Man's Sky and features and, and bugs on No Man's Sky. They've got a small team that's putting out another small title. And then everyone else is starting work on this new thing. And presumably the other teams will fold into this new thing as time goes on. Maybe not the entire No Man's Sky uh, uh, team, but... You know, I assume they'll borrow personnel. So does that mean I can call you Team Alpha, Tony? Sure. If that's the Alpha team that's working on the new game. Sure. A one-man team. I mean... They did say this is going to be on scale, uh, on a scale similar to No Man's Sky. I don't know how they justify that. That's that's a huge statement 
So when you talk about them not overhyping it, are you sure? That's kind of the question, though, isn't it? I mean, it's like, uh, I think what it's completely unjustified. This is completely unjustified. But I now am I'm getting a Spore vibe. You guys remember Spore? Mm-hmm. So when you, because it went from the microscopic up to the galactic kind of a thing. And it was also overhyped and people got really excited about it. And it turned out to be kind of a meh game. But that would be if I were Hello Games and I wanted to do that. That's I would go super small now. I'd be like you know to something something along the lines of you know quantum realms or bacteria or something, because that would be so you could make a big expansive game but concentrate down really small. Here's an idea. They could they could uh, they could have a game where you um, uh, have this device and you point it in midair and it opens up a hole, and you jump through it and land somewhere else. That that would be, boy. That, that would be. That, that sounds like it'd sell like hotcakes. Yeah, right. That sounds like it'd be really popular. Wow. Wonder if wonder if anyone's ever done that before. I sounds don't know, sounds, sounds groundbreaking. Sounds groundbreaking. I don't care yeah. where you're going with that. I mean, that No Man's Sky was there was a lot of groundbreaking cool stuff. It had a, a very thin story, but the, I don't want to say thin. It was actually a really good story. There just wasn't a lot of. Uh, content to experience in it. It was a lot of grind for very few bits of story, but the story was very good. And I thought that was cool. I thought exploration was cool. I've never seen planets on the scale you have in No Man's Sky with the same uh, variety of wildlife and terrain and colors and just everything. Different environments, everything. So to say that it's not some great grand scale game is like, you're, you're just, you never gave it a chance. You're not going to give a new one a chance. I feel like there's a lot more there than you're seeing, and this this new game could be good. Are they going to overhype it? Probably. It's Hello Games. It's yeah, probably it, what they're going to do. Yeah. Even though they say, and that's why I brought it up with this, it's, we, we don't know if it's even going to be a space sim, but it sounds like as much as they're saying we've learned our lesson, I'm kind of thinking, man, maybe no, you haven't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, they haven't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so I, uh, I, I, I expect to hear nothing more about this game until 2022. Uh, or 2023 when they're getting close to having it ready to you know to display, uh, and they have a very firm idea of what exactly the uh, mechanics are going to be, what gameplay loops will be in at launch, what gameplay loops will be post-launch, and have that all sorted out because they're an object lesson for overselling, under-delivering at launch, but then making it up to everybody as time goes on. Let's, maybe they can. S- Skip some of those steps, right? Just skip, skip the middle part. Skip the middle yeah, part. Just make the good game and give it to us. That's yeah, good. That'd be that'd be good. Finish it and give it to us. Yes. All right. Well, moving on from the big announcement of No Man's Sky is um, another uh, announcement's the wrong word. Um, what do you call it when you call attention to something by telling people to not talk about it? How, what do you call that? Is there a word for that? So it could. Maybe a German word for that? Maybe a German name? I don't know it. There's a German name for that. I think it's called the the Streisand effect? Hmm. Streisand effect. Yes, it's the Streisand effect. Are we we all familiar with the Streisand effect, Jeff? Have you heard of the Streisand effect? No, not ringing any bells. I've just become aware of it as Tony just told me that it exists. I know know Barbara Streisand, who is a, I think, is a fabulous singer. As a matter of fact, it's actually named after Barbara Streisand, Jeff. One would think possi- that would possibly be the case. Yeah. Well, because there's there's an interesting uh, internet lore story that uh, caused this effect to be named after her. Because once upon a time, 
back when the internet was young and, and sparkly and shiny. Someone took a picture of Barbara Streisand's house from the air, and she was quite displeased about this fact. And someone put this picture of her house, photo taken from the air, on the internet. And she was also displeased about that. So displeasure at the picture being taken, displeasure further magnified displeasure at the picture being put on the internet. And she expended large amounts of effort and little expense telling everybody. I kind of remember this. Yeah, I telling, thought it was Yeah. I thought it was a little over Yeah, go ahead. Right. Telling everybody how displeased she was. And so the number of people who cared what Barbara Streisand's house looked like started out being Barbara Streisand and whoever took the picture. That was about the audience size. That was about it. Once she was done, everybody had to get a look at the Barbara Streisand picture house. Barbara Streisand house picture. Just had to. It was like, what is this controversy about? Let me look and see. So by... I was Googling people, it when yeah. you said that. That's great. So by telling people, quit looking at my house picture that I don't want you to look at. Stop looking at my house picture that I don't want you to look at. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Everyone's like, what's all this about? And soon everyone was looking at Barbara Streisand's house picture. And so hence, this is now called the Streisand effect. Fascinating. I think we, we might need a... Robert's corollary to the Streisand effect now because it has come to my attention that threads are popping up on the Spectrum forums asking where in the world are Chris and Aaron Roberts and get those threads are getting nuked. Really? Uh, because they're, 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 they're just being removed. No discussion, just you're gone. You know what? You're gone. With all the money, with all the money that came through the Kickstarter, they could have moved to the moon with all the money, right? So maybe they're just gone. I'd say they took the money in big bags and moved to the moon. That's where they went. That's my speculation. No, is there is there any uh, community management explanation or a statement or thou shalt not speak thy, you know, the name of Chris Roberts and any Roberts? None that I'm aware of. It's just that what has been brought to my attention is that the the threads are popping up and then being summarily deleted. Isn't it possible that it's summertime and they're just on vacation? They're not going to announce that because people will complain that the you don't get a break. You know what? I would think that's probably right. I suppose that is possible. But we here at the Guard Frequency have made uh, made it clear our my belief and people on the show can agree or disagree with me. Uh, that the investors are are or have been or have moved Chris and Aaron out of day-to-day management decisions. You think they got them in a warehouse somewhere roughing them up? Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my game? <laughs> uh, no. I think they're just like, you've missed milestones. You're now no longer running day-to-day operations. Go sit over uh, there while we finish my game. Go sit over yeah. there while we finish the game we paid for. Yes. I hope that's precisely. not true. Uh, okay, but I think it ha- it is, and I think it has been for a long time. Now there had there there was a little bit of pushback. Um, I'm gonna say unofficially. Those of you who watch the Twitters may know what I'm talking about, but I'm not gonna go too. But a little bit of unofficial push- pushback saying no, Chris is still out there. There was an appearance in uh, uh, a pillar talk in April. You know he's still around. I mean that's 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 fine, but 
you know, he's he's not nearly as visible as he has been. Um, we're making we're doing our funny old Brian Chambers thing because Brian's Chambers is the last we thing we heard was that he's kind of in charge of Squadron Forty Two, and the uh, the the squadron uh, sorry the Star Citizen updates are coming as they have been through the roadmap update. So the lack of visibility from Chris and Aaron, who up until July 2019 were very visible. Aaron being the one, uh, the last one to be really on, on uh, to take that, that uh, episode of Pillar Talk. And I think Chris was on one also after that. And then, of course, Citizen Con, you know, it's been radio silence basically uh, since then. With, again, the, the uh, I was brought to my attention that the, there's an April appearance from, from Chris on one of the um, dev videos. So, but when you throw in the fact that those questions aren't, you know, that discussion isn't being had on the forums, it's like, guys, come on. This is, we're already having, people are already wondering where things are. And then we say, hey, where's the guy that's in charge? We'd like to, to see him come forward. Then you nuke the threads. It's a good way to get people talking about it even more. Like, you're on our show. Oh, hence the reference to the Streisand effect. Everything comes full circle. Look at that. Well, there you go. There you, you know, go. Uh, not that long ago, we were talking about another uh, CIA uh, employee with, that, with, with great interest and speculation, and that was um, Miss Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. So, she she kind of fell off the radar without any uh, ceremony Without either, any right? fanfare or anything. What happened with her? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the wife of the missing CEO. I mean, come on. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they got a divorce and it was all hush-hushed and... Yeah, or or maybe the investors. Let's speculate even more. The investor said, "Hey, we weren't. We're not going to put any money unless she goes." That's because she that's, disappeared. That was my she, theory. Yeah, you know, she yeah. disappeared about the same time the money came in. My my supposition, my theory is that the money came with many strings attached. One of the strings was Sandy gets a board seat, but she's out from the day to day management and operations. Then when you start missing milestones, well, milestone one is missed. We move Chris out of the sort of day-to-day executive role. He still maintains his creative role and programming role and vision role and all that kind of stuff that he, you know, the stuff that he's good at. He can still do that stuff, but the day-to-day project management, we're taking that out of your hands. Then Aaron was kind of in charge, and then he missed some milestones. Well, he gets demoted now too. And so Brian Chambers is the probably the head of the squadron 42 side of things which is getting the lion's share of the priority development resources star citizen is also still plugging along there but it's taken a less prominent role so it it seems to me like they've gone you know digital anvil origin whatever you know previous studios have time and time again they move Chris out of the management role and the project gets finished. Not to I, exactly. I can, t- Chris's- I can tell you, Tony, that you're I'm 100 absolutely uh, percent correct because I'm a secret board member and and I. <laughs> <laughs> that's your golden ticket, right? That's that's yeah, the, that's, yep, the, that's yeah, my golden that's, ticket. Yeah, yeah. It sounds feasible. I think that sounds good. Not good, I, but I, what happened? You know. Yeah, and of course you you can't come out and say it. I get that. They they can't come out and say that because that would shake a lot of faith but the problem is that if you don't direct the discussion or corral it or you know put a fence around it somehow and let people run around inside that fence they're gonna keep talking about it out of your control oh yeah i mean 
It, it, you're right, though. Uh, uh, the moment you tell somebody that they can't or shouldn't or or don't, uh, they're going to. Yeah. Because it's and, the internet. Yeah. It's again. It's the Streisand effect. Would you tell yeah, somebody? An, don't talk about it. Don't look enemy, at it. And an enemy uh, uh, runs rampant. You know, and yeah. and people think they can do get away and do things that they normally wouldn't do in real yeah. life. So. This is this is one of those little own goals that come across every so often that uh, you probably probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, if people want to talk about it, let them merge the threads, put them all in the same place, put bumpers on it, remove the people that speculate uh, about you know prison sentences and you know other you know just out off the wall type theories, uh, but then let people talk about it because. If they're not doing it there on the forums where you can see what's going on and know what's happening, they're doing it someplace else, like on dumbass little podcast shows. Yeah, yeah. So, wouldn't have been, this would not have been a topic, except for someone pointed this out to me. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, guess what? Now it's a topic. Do better, CIG. Do better. Finally, this week we've got uh, bad news. There's just no way to sugarcoat that uh descent underground uh, the descendant studios guys wingman at all uh lost their motion to dismiss um the judge wasn't having any of it uh so everything all the the full case that little orbit wants to present is going to uh, is going to go forward i wish there was a so, lawyer that could explain that in depth and what that could mean for them yeah too bad so short segment i'm just gonna tell it no 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 Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna let you know what happened. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you in no uncertain terms. I think they got hosed. They got hosed pretty bad. But it's kind of a par for the course hosing. So essentially, there was oh a throwaway thing that they tried to dismiss it on, trying to get Eric out of the case. They sued the Descent Descent Studios company itself, and they sued Eric personally uh, because he said mean things so they had one kind of Hail Mary pass that was based on some legal theories that they tried to use to get Eric out of the case personally didn't fly and I'm not overly surprised that that's the case but that uh, it, was, it was a good effort uh, good to have grounds for appeal maybe but yeah there's that then into the more the meat of the thing there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of issues that wound up sticking that I I wish didn't I can see why they did but I wish they didn't and it ha- it revolves around fraud uh. and this is this is where the the law gets sticky and it's hard to unpack things and I wish people did a better job of separating stuff out whenever you have a contract and somebody doesn't perform the contract that's because you can do something called an efficient breach. You can say things like, you know what, it's going to cost me more to complete this bad contract than it would be to just not do it and let them sue me for non-performance. And you make that sort of dollar calculation and you go on to your life. I mean, you know, if, if they sue you, fine, they sue you and you got to pay damages or whatever. The cousin to that is fraudulent inducement where you say... I never intended to perform this contract. I induced you to sign on the dotted line, knowing full well that I can't or just won't follow through. Ugh. That's terrible. 
One is uh, in a kind of an accident, and the other one is malicious. Right. And so what will frequently happen in cases is they'll is that somebody will say, that guy cheated me, and he knew he was cheating me, and he's a bad person. We should punish him. Where in reality, you sign a contract, things change, stuff happens. One party or both parties don't think about the future entirely. They leave stuff out of the contract, or one of the terms doesn't cover all the eventualities, and somebody gets hurt. Well, that that the person that got hurt is now owed money. So you know that that's 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 how contract breaches usually go. But in this case, Little Orbit has is accused Wingman of selling them a bill of goods. Telling them that you could, we can deliver a game, we can deliver a promised experience, we can do this stuff, and their accusation is that Wingman was either unwilling or unable to do it, and knew it when he signed the contract. That's tough because it opens up the defendant, in this case, Descendant, Descendant Studios, to just a gamut of accusations and discovery, and it's bad. And the federal rules of evidence, uh, the federal, uh, sorry, the federal rules of civil procedure try to keep people from doing that in run-of-the-mill cases by having what's called a particularity standard meaning if you're going to accuse somebody of fraud you got to point to chapter and verse exactly what they did to say to induce you to sign to, to sign this contract when they knew that they couldn't do it you got to like you got to be pretty specific about it in my view little orbit didn't do that when they signed their complaint they said well they promised that key people were going to do stuff and then those key people quit Okay, well, who's that? Who are the key people? Name them. Who are, who are the people you expected to work in this game that Eric told you would work on the game and then they didn't? But they who quit. Were those people? That's, that's another place where it wasn't something that was malicious. They quit. He couldn't control it. He didn't go into it knowing they were going to leave tomorrow unless that's what they're accusing him of. That's the idea, right? So the idea is that if without a fraudulent inducement case, without somebody being able to put on a fraud case... That all, that's all irrelevant. It doesn't matter who quit or who got fired or who went on vacation or who had a baby. It just it doesn't know that matters. It just doesn't matter. It's like, no, your contract said we're going to do this. You didn't do it. Why or why not? Do you have an excuse for that or not? And if you do, if there's something in the contract that says you don't have to deliver, if, if X happens and you don't have to give them Y, well, okay, well, let's look at that. If there's defenses like that. But if it's fraud, now we're getting into the whole he said, she said thing. Who did you promise to have working on this? When were they supposed to be doing it? How many hours a week were they supposed to be doing it? Did you have a commitment? Were they exclusive? Were they working on other projects at the time? Did they have a second job? Did you know about the second job? You know, all that stuff all of a sudden becomes relevant. What did you know and when did you know it and why? And that is, it, to my mind, in a contract case, there's no place for it. And again, I'm coming to this with some personal knowledge and a view of Eric Peterson, because I've met the guy and talked to him a couple of times. No, no. This is that's just dumb, but in a from looking at it from a judge's perspective, is there enough there to you should let the plaintiff have the opportunity to put that case on? Okay, maybe, but in my view, the the complaint, the first amended complaint that uh, Little Orbit put out there, didn't meet the particularity uh, the particularity standard in my view. Um, but my judgment could be colored because of my you know, personal knowledge and contacts. So, but that's hard. Because once you get that, then there's this economic loss rule that comes on top of it that would have been kicked out if there was no fraud, but they're going to let him put on the fraud case. So that means he could actually not just not get to do his game, he could suffer financially. Like, he could have to pay them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But is it going to get there? Probably not. 
Because what does Little Orbit want? They want the IP. And so more than likely, this is probably if in my in my view, in my view, the most likely outcome of this is some kind of mediation, some kind of settlement, and Little Orbit gets the IP. I wouldn't play the next Descendant game if Little Orbit puts it out without Wingman anyway, so they can kiss my butt. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The filings and pleadings on both sides, I thought, were, were competently done. I mean, I think you know it's clear what the case is. Both sides are being professional about it. Um, I, I think that the, I think the judge is erring on the side of letting people fight it, fight it out, um, and that's not uncommon. Um, I, I think that they should have won a little bit. They should have that fraud thing should have been kicked out in my view, but that's just me. I don't have a black robe and a hammer, so I don't get to, I don't get to make those decisions. Uh, but the the uh, it, it it's not it's not a good it's not a good outcome for for Descendant Studios. So if uh, that winds up happening, you'll hear about it here. Uh, but man, that's that that's a tough one. This is a tough one. So hopefully um, they can see a good way out of it to get settled, to get it settled. But uh, yeah, I was displeased. I was disappointed to see to see that decision, decision come out. But good luck, Eric. We're still pulling for you. Get your get your get your attorneys in there and get hard nosed about it. I did see something about uh, uh, Wingman wanting to put up a Facebook post, or sorry, not a Facebook post, a Kickstarter update. I assume he's going to run that by his lawyers first before before putting anything out there because now things are going to get tricky trying to negotiate a settlement. And maybe he won't do it now that there's been a decision made. It might still need to be hush-hush, uh, keep things under wraps. But so, so, so sad to see that happen. They should just rename it Ascent Overground and just publish it. The whole thing is over the IP rights. How important is the story to the game anyway? I mean, yeah, there's nostalgia factor, but couldn't they have avoided this a long time ago by just dropping that and just coming up with another name? Because it seems like all this trouble started with the name. So there's two different intellectual properties here that are kind of at stake. The first one is the Descent name, which is owned by Interplay, which Descendant Studios had a license for, um, which has, has lapsed. So that lapse means that nobody neither Little Orbit nor uh, Descendant Studios can use the Descent name right now. I, I suspect, I truly believe that Interplay is just waiting to see who is still standing when the dust settles. They'll happily do a deal with whoever gets control of the game. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's not doing anything. It's, the, the name's collecting dust. Yeah, so but they're going to know they're holding a lot of cards. If if the game gets to the point of publishing after all this legal battle, they're going to know people will just want to pay to get get it out. Just get it out at this point. And I feel like they're going to, you know, try to screw them too. Right. Well, but Interplay will just will do that deal. But the the other the other class of intellectual property is the stuff that the Descendant team built. The ship designs, the level designs, the sound effects, the you know special laser guns, whatever, all that right. stuff. That's the stuff that Little Orbit is trying to get a hold of through this lawsuit. Hmm. So if that goes, then the Descendants people are left with basically nothing. Yeah, they have no IP and no game. They have spent right. time, and I don't even think that they, they... They got money as an investment, and they've had to keep that, but they've probably spent all that with the legal battles. Yeah, it's it's it, that's the part that really rankles. Um, and if, uh, if 
little orbit um, wins, you know, runs the table, uh, and goes and decides to you know, put every, put everybody through their paces, they could wind up with all the game elements and then take all that to Interplay and say, "Hey, we won. Give us a license for the Descent name," which Interplay would likely just grant because it's just it's no skin off their nose. Uh, they want they'd like those royalties from the Descent name. Uh, so just just bad news quite frankly I'm sorry to hear sorry to see this uh, that but. game comes out he should do a GoFundMe where people can go and pay that game fee to him instead of them and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean like donate the amount yeah. of the game and just say screw you to Little Orbit and uh, then he can take that and get started on something that people will play even though there's contract difficulties you know even though somebody else owns the name it's ridiculous that they can't work something out where the person who has put their blood and sweat into building the product still comes out with a win. It makes no sense that people can't work together, at least on that level. Well, that's that doesn't seem to be Little Orbit's strategy at this point. Evil Empire! Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's disappointing. But... I'm sorry to end it on a downer note on this one, guys, but uh, I gotta, I gotta, you gotta hear the straight scoop from, from, from me. This is how, this is how it is. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? Some say he used to get everything directly from the horse's mouth, but once he noticed a negative trend, he realized they were a naysayer. But all we know is he's called the shiv and he'll put together this week's feedback. That was good. Shut up, Tony. That was great. No. Hashtag Tony no, is wrong. No. That was great. They say no. no. Yeah, like horse. You know, you, know, you, know what? you can you can lead them up to the trough, but you can't make them drink. Precisely. Precisely. You know what? And maybe and maybe it's partially my fault because I probably should have read it. Nay, sayer. I, that it, 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 probably the joke would have been better if I had done it that way. It's probably my fault. I mean, you could reread it, but you know what's the point? You can't. We've already explained you, it. You can't wiggle that carrot anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> there's. I, I can't sugar cube coat it. I know. I, there's I know. not another bite at the apple we can take. I'm still yeah. trying to think of a single horse pun. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna trot away quietly. There you go. A recap of last week's community questions. What information did you glean from Brian Chambers' tweet or from the Elite Dangerous interview? Ken from Chicago writes in, Community question one, Brian Chambers' secret tweet message. A feuded motif flies most. Thumbs up. Rolling on the floor laughing. That was a secret message. I still don't understand it. I, I don't get it. I'm we confused. have to decode it now. Yeah. I don't know. Community question number two. Wow, even in Star Trek Generations, they only had to wait until next Tuesday for parts instead of for a few months. Cry emoji. Yeah, so, that's true. So, hashtag Tony was wrong about a space sim, overhyping the negative, getting all worked up so much it even led young Henry astray. Typical. Okay, hand. Hashtag not Henry's fault. <laughs> not Henry's fault. Young Henry, haven't heard that in about 13, 15, 20 years, something like that. <clears throat> Seriously. You're all young. <laughs> to me. <laughs> Jeff is older than rocks. <laughs> Seriously digging guard frequency origins. Keep up the great work or game as the case may be. Clap emoji. You know, no matter how often Tony's wrong, and it's often, at least when he's on vacation, he trusts his talented fellow hosts to handle the show in his absence, without feeling the need to kibitz from afar. 
unlike someone who shall remain nameless. Shushing face, rolling on the floor laughing. Lastly, talking about Elio. <laughs> lastly, sorry, Tony. Sadly, you were wrong. CIG did not try a roadmap that listed when tasks were completed. Dates, the month it was expected, near within six months, medium from six to 12 months, and far, everything over a year out. They had a roadmap that went out to a year ahead, and if a task was delayed beyond a year, and someone often correctly noted, then it was taken off the roadmap completely. That gave the illusion that it was canceled instead of merely delayed. I was suggesting they explicitly show those delays on their list of priorities, and if they were truly canceling something, then take it off completely. That sounds like a better solution to me. Well, I sure, but I think, you know, part of the, the whole Streisand effect thing is that, you know, if you're going to keep talking about it, people are going to pay attention to it. And it's if you just make it disappear and don't call attention to it anymore, sometimes it does just disappear. It's hard for us months later to look at the current roadmap and go, wasn't there something that was supposed to be there? Uh, there was something. It's easier for them if they're going to delay it to just make it go away. Uh, so I think that that's the illusion that it was canceled instead of delayed. I think to them, either way is fine. Like delayed, canceled. It's not, you're not expecting it from us anymore. Either way, if it's not visually depicted, you're not breathing down our necks about it. So I think that that works for them both ways. But we'll see about the new, the, again, the new roadmap is not a roadmap, it's a signpost. They'll be telling you what they are currently working on. They're going to avoid giving you any dates. They'll keep it in the whole sprint thing. And whatever definition of sprint each sub team has, that'll be what it is. So we'll see. Rebel writes in and says, Ding dong, in Carl Urban's voice, I am the law. I don't think that was a Carl Urban voice, but it'll, it'll have to do. So this week on Guard Frequency, we learned that Tony can't add up, and Jeff really needs to stop paying for games he doesn't play and use that money to buy more JPEGs in games that he does. <laughs> or some of those high-quality PNG files. Ooh, PNG files. Community question one, Mr. Chambers has been trying to drop hints as to where his captors have kept him. Keep an ear out for distinctive church bells, docks, or elevated trains. Good. We'll keep this. Yes, we'll definitely be watching for those. He says he filmed something, so we should be seeing that. and We'll be able to decode it from there, I hope. Uh, community question two, I think Frontier has had to take this uh, CG school of non-committal, low-calorie, content-free updates which is going very much the way of the big publishers where no one says anything so as to avoid people declaring XYZ is true and destined for this date, etc. It's a bit sad, but can't be helped because the communities are their own worst enemies. Triple so when investors are involved. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Frontier's a little different because they have public investors that are a publicly traded company, so they have legal obligations as to what they can say and not say. So... Silence for them is actually probably legally required. Uh, so I, 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 I forgive them, I guess, a little bit for it. But they need to do a little better when they say nothing. Like maybe only take a half an hour to say nothing rather than a full hour to say nothing and show the video three times. Uh, so I, yeah, there's room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Uh, he continues with uh, community question minus one. 
Uh, honest, I wasn't trying to make you look bad or insinuate you're idiots. I'm just aware that a typical disinformation campaign involves wrapping whatever damaging exhaust gases you want to disseminate through the community around a kernel of truth. And while you guys are actually pretty good at filtering, but sadly that's not the case for a lot of the lamestream media, trademark, and I just resent giving the BS mail oxygen. You are right, though, in that it can make entertaining content to dissect and theorycraft, so I'll get off my soapbox. Now, now, Rebel, you can... We, we're we big boys. We have thin skin. You didn't make us mad or anything. You're cool. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, and and we, uh, we're we going to keep doing us. You keep doing you. It'll all be fine. Sean Newboy writes in, Excellent job, everyone. Beware the clones. The clones are friendly. The clones are nice. They seem to be the so cl- far. They, they, they've been nothing but helpful and good. Oh, clones. you say that with such conviction, Tony, that I'm afraid I know what's going to happen. <laughs> the knife may slip in sometime, but uh-huh. that just keeps everyone yep, on yep. their toes. It just keeps everyone... No, actually, as time goes on, the players provide plenty of intrigue all by themselves. Tony didn't have, have to, to do write anything. this story. <laughs> I tell you, we just we just wrapped up the uh, the, the mission five tonight. The, the last thing. Yeah, and let I me have tell you tell how you, it ended. No, I'm just kidding. You know, no, 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 no spoilers. I just have to reiterate once again, for the record, very clearly, that Brian pulling that thing he did in the computer control room that completely wrecked how I'd sort of planned to end that last mission just was just the just just a gift to the story, just a gift. It's so good, and uh, I've been ha- I've had so much fun with that over the last uh, over the last adventure. So, it's just a, just you know a note to the DMs out there. You know, you plan it all out, you got this thing, you know, just wrap it up, and then sometimes the player curveball out of left field is just the best, just the best. I don't know, I I don't know. I just I, I'm reminded of a song. Send in the clone. I mean clowns. Well, I send one in just about every adventure, an extra one. So. And this week's community questions. Who's pre-ordering the new Hello Games game? And what should CIG do to get Chris out in front of the community? Maybe a space worm clown suit? And otherwise, how was the show? A brand new nebulous announcement that promises big things? Or was it more like a deleted forum thread that everyone wishes that they could read? Drop us a line with your answers or anything else in your mind, because Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds.GuardFrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything on Friday night, yeah, you should come join us about 11 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at Twitch.tv forward slash GuardFreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? You can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. And money's great, but don't forget to spread the word about us to your wingmates. And check out our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to microwave a beholder eye stalk. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. 
And that brings us to the end of episode 322 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 323 on September 15, 2020. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We want to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben, Frank the Verster Sanders, and of course, our audio architects, Mikey Lennon, Bill Hardy, and Watherspoon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and a special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. No Man's Sky, kinda. Was there an and in there? There wasn't, because I missed it, Tony. I could read it again and put the and in there. Let's do that. Find this... Find... We just lost We bored him to death. We bored him off the internet. My questions are just too much for him. He couldn't handle it. He split. Uh, Drag him back in. Should I drag him back in? He knows we already talked about No Man's Sky. What'd he run for? We were done with that. I don't know. Here he comes. I don't know. Oh, there he comes. There you go, bud. Welcome back. And this week's hey, community questions. I have copy. Don't take my line. Huh? Yeah. It says Patreon. Patches were sent out. I got loads more. Become a Patreon today. Usually it says nothing there or has a line drawn through it. But today there was something there. Well, my mistake. I said my line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we'll go to this week's community questions. Thanks to our community manager, Justin. Justin. Yeah, you Thanks can't to get our community manager. name right, huh? <laughs> it's pronounced Watherspoon. Okay. <laughs> Smartass. No, it's pronounced and Mikey. And of course, our audio architects. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's you, Henry. Henry, you. You, you Henry. I'm going to read the copy as written as Henry <laughs> has edited it here. And of course, our audio architects. It still didn't sound right. And, of course, our audio architects, Mikey, Lennon, Bill Hardy, and Wertherspline. <laughs> Love you, Wotherspoon. No. Yeah. Kids. At no. least somebody is no. picking up on my joke. It's I'm, tradition. I'm, yeah. It's tradition. It's, it's, it's a new tradition, but I'll do it right now. Sorry, sorry, Bill, who usually edits closing. Sorry, Bill. There's a lot of numbers in there.